From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tapp. And today I am not with Keith Weltons. I'm with Josh Smith. Josh is filling in. Keith is uh, traveling. He's he's uh, doing the Thanksgiving thing with his family. I think, did he go down to North Carolina? South Carolina, South Carolina? I think. Right. It's a little warmer than it is here. Yeah. And uh, he makes that trip a couple times a year. Yep. I think it'll be a good 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 time for the family. Josh, we're we're recording this before Thanksgiving, so I, I know you've got some things you're looking forward to. One of them is uh, oysters, right? Fried fried oysters. oysters. Yeah, kind of a unique tradition that I have in one side of my family. But Thanksgiving and Christmas, they always make fried oysters, and uh, I love them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so have you ever asked your is it your grandma that does that? It is. Have you ever asked her what the origin of that is? I don't. Uh, it may be a good time to ask that this week, but yeah. uh, I'm afraid if I ask or say something about it, it'll discontinue. So I'm just going to remain quiet and let it keep going. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Sounds uh, sounds pretty awesome. And uh, I think we'll, we're we're going to play a little game here in a few minutes um, to try to tie uh, sports and Thanksgiving dinner together. I like it because they are. I mean, that, that's sort of a tradition in and of itself, right? Now, yeah. do you do some football watching when you're when you're done stuffing yourself? Oh, yeah. It always seems like the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys are always the, the Thanksgiving Day teams. Yeah. I hadn't looked at the schedule this year, but I think I'm going to be right on that, too. So. Are you? Yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day. So uh, I'm not a big sports guy, as you know, uh, uh, but I do remember some of the key games. And, and one of the big games of the year, um, sort of th- thematic type game, not necessarily that big, but was the Cowboys and the Indians, right? Or the uh, um, the Redskins, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, is that a big game anymore now that they've changed the name? Yeah, it's still a big game, still a big rivalry. I'd say the the Commanders, as they're known nowadays, yeah. they, yeah. they seem to have – I have a lot of friends that are fans. Personally, I'm not a Commanders fan, but it seems like every week they've got a rivalry game for whatever that's worth uh-huh, against the yeah. Eagles and the Cowboys and the Giants, all divisional rivals, of course. But, uh, you know, they, they, uh, the, the, to answer your question, the Commanders, and the Cowboys are still pretty, like pretty kind of, stiff rivals. I mean, it yeah. seems kind of like it loses its luster, though, with it being a commander. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. You know, I've had to train myself when I see it on the bottom of ESPN or something. The first couple of times, I was like, who in the heck is that? Yeah. Because I just <laughs> did, it didn't really register. And then, you know, now it's starting to register a little more. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, as usual, uh, we do a little bit of a beer segment in our in our first segment on AM Hodgepodge, uh, and we'll post some of the articles and stuff that we we tie into today. Uh, you can find that on our Facebook page at AM Hodgepodge, and uh, we appreciate everybody out there listening to us, taking time out of your day to to spend it with us. Uh, Josh, I've got a couple little pieces of uh, of news here now. 
you maybe knew this. I, I did not know this, okay. and I, I kind of feel a little embarrassed that I didn't know this. <laughs> You're uh, putting me on the spot <laughs> here now, huh? <laughs> so, uh, uh, and, and we've got a couple people here in the studio if, if, uh, that we'll have on the show a little bit later. Uh, they can certainly chime in here if they want to, but uh, – um, Coors Light. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm from I'm from Denver, so you I, sh- I should have known this. Yeah, Coors Light. Did you know that the can, uh, the mountains on the can change color? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Based on how cold the can is. Yeah. The mountains are blue is the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really embarrassed that I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Coors has unveiled. Um, a nail polish that does the same thing. Wow. Yeah. So that if you're dr- – now, I don't know why anybody would do this. <laughs> why on earth would anybody pour Coors Light into a, bo- into a glass to drink it? Does, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll pour an IPA into a glass or a stout. Into, as a matter of fact, today uh, uh, Dan brought – he, he was being considerate. He brought two really nice beers. Uh, uh, one is the Two-Hearted IPA, and one is, again, a stout. And, and, but he brought uh, you and, and, and anybody else who wanted it. That's right. Ultra, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I said, well, I'll take the Ultra instead of the stout because we, we don't have a glass here. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, this is a, 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 you know, you can't drink a stout, not this stout, out of a can. Right. So uh, why would anybody pour Coors Light into a bottle or into a a glass? I don't know. (laughs) But this nail polish is designed to tell you if the the drink is cold enough by, you know, if you've got the, the glass in your hand and you've poured your Coors Light into the glass your fingernails will change color to tell you whether it's cold enough. And that was the purpose of the polish? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. For all you men out there listening, this is not a gift. You should get your wife for Christmas or any other occasion. Yeah, and and you really probably shouldn't put it on your own fingers either. No. <laughs> uh, and and so this is uh, this polish is called Chill. Chill, appropriately chill named. polish, oh. yeah, and it turns blue, uh, just like the mountains do on the can, if your drink is cold enough. And it is uh, available at shop.coorslight.com for seven bucks a bottle. Dan, you have any interest in that? No. All right. All right. And Josh, you're not going to do it, huh? No, 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 no. That may be like one of those, uh, what do they call them, like white elephant gifts or something for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, that, that would you be know, a good You get one. that for somebody, yeah. but if I'm actually getting that to somebody that I care about, I'll be in the doghouse. So. <laughs> that would be a good one. <laughs> to see I usually I pour that. my wife's Coors Light into a glass out of the freezer, so. Oh, do you? I'm golden. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> You know, her fingers will actually turn blue. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now speaking of sort of containers for uh, your drink, uh, I saw this. It's a. It's called Square Keg. Anybody heard of Square Keg? I have not. I have not. All right. So um, this was a 
a topic or a uh, concept that was brought to Shark Tank a little while back. Wow, okay. And Kevin, Mr. Wonderful, yeah, uh, he bought into it. So this is a uh, it's a and we'll put this on on the website uh, and I'll try to kind of show you guys a picture of of what it looks like here in the studio. So gotcha. it it it's small enough. It's a little metal square keg. It's small enough to fit in your fridge, <laughs> uh, even a mini fridge. It shows here a, a, a mini fridge. It's got a normal tap handle on it, just like you would have at your bar or restaurant. Uh, you put you you can plug a nitrogen cartridge or CO two into it, and it'll hold eight pints. Wow! So two uh, carboys, and uh, it costs three hundred bucks to buy it, and. It cost Kevin O'Leary three hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> His was a little more expensive. Right. Huh? <laughs> it cost him three hundred thousand dollars to get twenty percent of the company. Wow! And uh, I think I think it's kind of a cool concept. So, do you just pour the beers into it from a? I th- well, I think do they come. I think you special? would take it. Yeah, I think you would probably take it to your local brewery uh, and have them fill it up. Now, you know, I think. I think most breweries would accommodate you on that. Probably so. Or yeah. if you've been following weather and what's been happening in other parts of the United States, Buffalo, New York, the, <laughs> speaking of the NFL, the Buffalo Bills had to move their game the other day to Detroit because Detroit's an indoor stadium. They were expecting a large amount of snow in Buffalo, which ended up happening 66 inches, so five and a half feet. Yeah. And I saw videos and um, – pictures where residents in Buffalo literally opened their front door there was a wall of snow there and they had stuck beers in the side of the in the side of the snow skiff and so they would just open their door go out there pluck one out of the snow Drink it, I guess, and then when they when it was time for a refill, do the same thing over and over. So you can do that too if you don't want to pay three hundred dollars and put something in your fridge. That is awesome. That sounds like something they would do in <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> That's right, that Bill's Mafia. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it's time for ball over a beer. Ball over beer. So I, I, uh, you know, Keith usually does this segment. And he comes up with some interesting sports trivia. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, so I thought I'd give my give it a shot and see if I could find some interesting stuff that's sort of tied in with, um, with Thanksgiving and sports. So we'll give it a shot here. And I'm going to ask you guys uh, questions, uh, things that are uh, terms that are used in sports that you might find on your Thanksgiving uh, dinner table. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So uh, what is it called when you're bowling, 10-pin bowling, and you get three strikes in a row? It's called a turkey. Nice. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is it in basketball when a player passes the ball behind them uh, and then sprints back towards the front of the court. Sweet potato idol. 
man. So, so passes it behind them and then sprints to the front of the court. Yeah. All right, I got it. I can't. We can't love you. Let you have too much. I don't know. I don't know. It's a pie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> what is another term uh, that might be found on your on your dinner table for a puck in hockey? Butter. Not butter. Hmm. I don't know. I was going to say a bowl, but it's a biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's right. Uh, The term that describes the goalie's chest in hockey. Man, I need to get up to date on my hockey knowledge here. (laughs) I have no idea. The bread basket. Oh, wow. All right. I think you'll get get this one, Josh. Okay. Okay. this is a term that refers to a home run that uh, most likely and especially long and impressive home run. <laughs> uh, man, I, I don't know. The only thing that comes to mind, well, I'm not even going to say that. I, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say a grand salami, but salami's not part of Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe it'll be uh, used from now on. That's a yeah, good term. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Dan, you want to give it a shot? I'm like, Josh, I don't have any idea. It's a tater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's getting really uh, – that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, stick with us. Uh, we're going to – uh, be right back. We're going to have a couple guests, and uh, you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Green ice fried rice, I could cook an egg on you. Late night, daytime coffee in the store. Your sweet ice cream, chicken juice, flake or two. 